from Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. This is the Real World Business Analysis Podcast. And now your host, Kara Lease. So a recruiter reached out to me for a business analyst job. And this is part of the email that I got. Now, recruiters are always reaching out to me on LinkedIn, sometimes in my email. Yes, they reached out to me. I'm not in the job market right now. I actually do have a job that I like very much. Um, But they reached out to me anyway. And the job was up to 130K salary. So uh, here it says it depends on the tier. So if you are five to seven years of experience, they'd pay 90K. Seven to 10 years of experience, they'd pay max 105K. And if you're 10 plus years, they'd pay 130K maximum. So I have over a decade, so (laughs) that would be the max they'd pay for me. And so it's a tech BA role in North Carolina. And here's some of the things that they said, like bachelor's degree or master's degree in computer science, software engineering, management information systems or related fields. And um, here's some of the required skills for this job. Ability to work in a fast paced environment with minimal supervision and collaborate with the team to deliver business solutions, work closely with business partners to define process and requirements or strategies for technical solutions. Demonstrate analytical research skills, ability to take initiative, communicate and analyze multi-dimensional stakeholders, draw conclusions and interpret business requirements into epics and user stories. So this job that this recruiter reached out to me about obviously is in an agile environment because they talk about the epics and user stories here. So, you know, that's a good clue. Sometimes they don't explain that they're working in Agile. You just have to decipher that based on what they want you to do. But that's good because when they reach out to you for a job, you always want to know exactly what environment they're in. So this is great for uncovering that. Work closely with developers and testers to ensure requirements and functional design are translated accurately into working technical designs. Strong written and verbal communication skills, including technical writing skills, epic user stories, experience working knowledge on multiple integration systems, and has web-based application development experience would be an advantage. So normally, wherever they say would be an advantage or preferred or, you know, nice to have or something like that, don't discount yourself if you don't know it because that's something that they, they would like. It's their wish list, but it doesn't mean that if you can't do that, then they wouldn't hire you, right? So always remember that when you're looking at job descriptions. Hands-on JIRA experience is a must and have worked in agile environment, partic- participated in scrum routines. So when they capitalize things like this is a must, yeah, that, that one you really need to pay attention to because if you don't know this, you're not going to be successful. You could go through the interview process. Still, you should still apply. I mean, don't discount yourself by yourself, right? But knowing that they 
insist on having Jira experience, then you need to make sure you have Jira experience if you think you're going to get this job, right? Technical skills like data mapping or analysis, mule soft services, SQL queries would be an advantage. So something else that you can kind of ignore, but no, it's an advantage. It's something that if you had it, it would give you an edge. But if you don't have it, they, they wouldn't discount you for it. Um, good time management skills, ability to set priorities and meet deadlines. Refined presentation skills, the ability to synthesize information and communicate clearly with stakeholders, which is always a plus no matter which job you're in. So that's the job description from the job this recruiter reached out to me about. So here are some additional things that they said. Must be excellent at gathering business requirements, driving discussions and facilitating work group meetings involving business teams, UX and technical teams, which is very typical, right? The number one thing that they want from a business analyst is the ability to elicit requirements, right? The ability to um, uncover the requirements and know what those requirements are is the number one skill, which everybody hiring a business analyst is going to be looking for. Must have good technical incline, understand how a modern tech stack comes together. Think of APIs, UI using Angular and Oracle DB with messaging like Kafka and other technologies like search indexing, etc. So having good technical background is great. Um, they say here must have good technical incline. Now it doesn't mean you have to know everything about all of these. Like I don't know what Kafka is. And I'm sure I would go into that interview and still be able to nail it because, you know, I can learn this. I really don't know what Kafka is. I know Oracle and the other things, but I've never worked with Kafka. Um, so there's constantly new technologies and depending on which industry you're in, there might be new tools. So don't be too deterred by tools that when you get into the interview, be able to defend what tools you know and how you're able to quickly learn other tools that you don't know. Must be analytical and have an appetite for analysis data for driving system specifications. Must be able to grasp systems and translate business requirements into system specifications. Exposure to analytics using Hadoop and big data ecosystem preferable. Again, here you go. Wherever they say preferable or an advantage, you can ignore if you don't know. So if you don't know Hadoop, it's fine. Don't worry about it must be conversant with agile methodology of planning, refining, and documenting, exposure to BDD testing and testing tools preferred. Again, here goes that preferred again. That means if you don't really know BDD, you don't really understand all the testing and testing tools, it's fine. Because really and truly you're a business analyst, you're not really a QA analyst. So they shouldn't really be, you know, pushing too much testing prep on you, although the business analyst does handle or manage the user acceptance testing. But yeah, so this recruiter reached out to me and this is what they're saying. This is one of the examples of some of the emails I get regularly about jobs. Um, but it's really good that, you know, you can see what's out there and even if the job is not being you know advertised on linkedin or indeed or wherever you go to find your jobs b 
being able to actually have them look at your resume and decide that they want to reach out to you is always good. Now, sometimes recruiters are just blanketing everyone that they think could be a fit. And sometimes they've really reviewed your resume and determined that you would definitely be someone that they should spend their time trying to, trying to get into that role. Because as you know, the recruiters get paid if they get to place you. So they have a stake in it as well. So yeah, I just wanted to share this with you that, you know, these, these six figure jobs are out there for you to go get. <laughs> okay. These jobs are available. You just need to know your. <laughs> okay. If you know your stuff, these jobs are out there for you to go get. Okay. You can get these jobs. And even though they say five to seven years of experience, if you don't have that, you can still get this job and still get this 90K at a minimum because you're going to know what you're doing. You're going to know how to do this job. And when you know what you're doing, it doesn't even matter. You can, con you can convince them to give you the job and to pay you that salary because they can see what they're going to get from you just from how you talk to them. You know what I mean? Sometimes people tell me that I'm very positive. I'm always like happy and they worry if I'm going to be taken seriously because I'm always like smiley and happy. And that's just my personality. But you best believe I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you best believe when I get in there, I'm not playing around. I might be smiling, but it's getting done and you're going to see results. So know your stuff is a number one advice. Know what you're doing. And then you can command these kind of salaries, okay? You can step into that room and you, you'll really give them a run for their money if there's any other candidate up against you because you're going to know what you're talking about. And you're going to be able to handle any of these job requirements that they have in here. You're going to be able to speak to them with confidence. You're going to be able to explain how you work in these environments and they're going to have to consider you seriously for this job. So just a word of encouragement. The money's out there for us. Let's go get it. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Please like the video and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Real World Business Analysis Podcast with Kara Lease. Remember to check out our latest books, courses, templates, and other resources at caralise.com. That's K-A-R-A-L-E-I-S-E.com. Take the fit test on our website to find out if you're a fit for business analysis and get the results right away. Check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Join our Facebook group called Real World Business Analysis and IT. We're also on Instagram and LinkedIn at Caralise. Goodbye for now. And remember, you are a business analyst rock star. So keep it real. Peace.